Hello, hello, and welcome to 2021. (laughs) Well, all right, you've already been welcomed to 2021, but this is the first podcast of Business of Design in 2021, so it's kind of a big day. I am super excited about today's guests, and what a perfect time to introduce the concept she's going to talk about, the concept of selecting for yourself an alter ego. An audacious, amazing, bigger-than-life personality that you can grow into and become. By the way, I'm Kimberly Selden, and I'm a practicing interior design professional just like you, and so is our guest, Laura Martin-Bovard. But she's so much more than that. She is also the divine hustler, which is, you guessed it, her alter ego. And now that I've heard Laura talk about this, I want to get me some of that seriously. When we do meet up for BOD Live, which is happening next week, I will also be talking about the alter ego and the steps I'm going to be taking to uncover my own alter ego. Who will she be? I'm very excited to be on this journey with all of you. As usual, I get the most out of the episode for sure. Let me tell you a little bit about Laura. She is an interior designer. She is from the Oakland area. She runs a multi-million dollar interior design business with eight employees. And she says she couldn't have imagined that that was even possible or that it would be nearly as much fun as it is when she started designing from her dining room table in 2002. Today, LMB Interiors is a sought-after, award-winning, high-end interior design firm with an earthy, chic vibe. Known for working with local Oakland and Bay Area artists and workrooms, LMB Interiors creates unique, personalized, soulful interiors that celebrate community, connection, creativity, family, and home. Laura is someone who really manifests her bio. I love that about her. Make sure to follow Laura on Instagram at LMB Interiors, but also Divine Hustler, where she shares insights and wisdom with female beauty makers like you and like me. I jumped on YouTube earlier today so I could watch another one of her Divine Hustler episodes, and she's so generous and kind and loving. The one I watched today was about operating from the feminine. And I can really appreciate that because over the years, I have felt at certain times that I had to be so masculine to get a firm grip on my business and my clients. And I'm grateful I've been able to soften that and feel more authentic in the last five, six, seven years or so. Thank you to Laura, who, by the way, also recorded a members-only podcast for us, two actually, one where she divulges her firm's profitability and some of the key numbers she uses to get there. She also shared a story which, oh my gosh, I can totally relate to, and I bet you can too. Have you ever done something kind of crazy, ridiculous, insane in order to get those coveted photographs from the clients. Like maybe you had a client, it wasn't going great. They weren't paying your bills, but man, you wanted that photograph. So you just kept doing what you know you shouldn't have done. Well, Laura's got a story. 
make sure you're taking advantage of member-only podcasts as part of your Business of Design membership. It's our way of saying we're so glad you decided to join us. And I do want to throw this out there too. In the coming weeks, you're going to hear us talk about boss-level membership. We're going to talk about profitability. The profit starting point for our community has to be $100,000 profit take home year after year. That is not the limit. That's the starting point. If you're ready to have success beyond your wildest dreams, then head over to businessofdesign.com and fill out a BOD boss level membership application. More details in the weeks ahead. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so glad I get to see Cheryl too because it's been ages. Hey Cheryl, happy new year. 2021, we made it. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I I feel like it's not all that different than last year. I was really hoping for like, bam, it's 2021 and it didn't really happen. (laughs) Right. Homeschooling is going on at your house. It is just for the week um, in Ontario, they extended the winter break for one week following the holidays for elementary schools, which both both my kids are in. Uh, So just for one week, we're figuring out the online learning. So, you know, props to all the parents who are doing this full time. It's it's so much work when you've got, you know, kids at the age where you sort of have to handhold a little bit as they're doing it. Like it's, but you know what, they did good. It's only, it's only day one or week one rather. So (laughs) they'll be back to school next week. I know they miss their friends. So I also feel like I'm back to school a little bit. You know, I really put things aside and took a nice break. And now it's like, I've got a big pile of to-do things on my desk, mostly involving clients. And uh, I'm trying to, you know, muster up the excitement to get it done. I know it'll come back, but, you know, it's just... I'm sure your clients want a little downtime over the holidays as well. Yes. In fact, it was so funny because two of them, we sent out uh, billables this month. And for two of them, we said we didn't do anything in December. And they're like, oh, that's my present. Like, yeah. 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 Business of design has been busy. Uh, we did a couple repeat episodes over the holidays and I did the, you know, intros for them, of course. But uh, I had said that December and January are always our busiest months. Members really take this time to mm-hmm. work on their businesses. Because again, I'm sure clients are taking time off and it gives them that freedom to do that. But lovely as, as you know, the work side uh, calms down for clients, uh, members are really taking time to work on their business, which is great to see. And that ties in really nicely to the guests we have on the show today. Of course, you remember Laura. We had the pleasure of yep. hanging out with her in High Point, and she's someone whose business I just I admire so much and respect what she has going on. And it ties in what Laura's conversation today is about creating an alter ego and stepping into a bigger sized version of yourself, something that really excites you, that's audacious, fits into the conversation we're going to have uh, BOD Live, which is coming up. Next week we're for BOD Live, we're going to be talking design for living. And uh, Janine Laudenbach, who so many of our members have gotten the chance to meet, will be leading that conversation. But we'll also be obviously opening that up to our members to share either design for livings that they've already done or really uh, you know, set plans for the next few years. Because it does feel right this time of the year to think about what are my intentions for the next few years? How do I see this going? It's all kind of coming together in a really nice way. So 
Yeah. And we'll also be introducing the fact that we are launching a new program called Blueprint in membership. It's included in your Business of Design membership. I like to think of this program as mental AutoCAD for your business. It's your chance to design the business you want, impact your future, be strategic. The program includes the courses... Design for Living, Planning for Success, Mission Statement, and Core Values. Right. This really is a perfect time to create a foundation and a blueprint for success. So we'll talk about that and so much more on January 13th when we all see each other at BOD Live. It's such a good way to recharge your battery and connect. Especially now that you can see everyone by face. We've gotten such great feedback on that. They are, they're meetings. They're not webinars anymore. So we really do um, connect. And especially right now when we can't be doing the conference and the retreat, those live events that we so look forward to every year in order to participate in BOD Live, uh, they're not separate events. They're part of your membership. So if community is something that you're really looking for, as part of your membership, you get to be part of the BOD Live every single month and see people face to face, which is great. And then on a daily basis, you can connect with the rest of our membership within the BOD Facebook group. And that's super active as well. Yes, it is. And just to give you a little, to whet your appetite for BOD Live, if you're not yet a member, it's a really good time to join because in January, we're going to be talking design for living and setting intentions. February, we're going to do a whole fun Palm Springs episode, and we may have a special guest star to introduce you to. In March, we're doing our first book club. We're going to talk about the E-Myth. You guys have heard me talk about this book many, many times if you've heard me speak live. And in June, forecasting, further ahead, we have Mike McCallowitz coming up to talk about Profit First, just exclusively for our members. So those are the kind of perks we're working on behind the scenes. And Cheryl, you better get back there. I think you've got two kids in school right now that you need to be keeping an eye on. Yeah. Oh no. Can you, oh no. Can you hear them in the background? <laughs> I will, but we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. You too. Bye. Welcome to the Business of Design podcast with Kimberly Selden. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. We have the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to consistently satisfy clients, increase profitability, and run your projects like a boss. Unlike traditional coaching, BOD is a fast track to immediate results. Don't try to do this alone. Join today and you'll have access to hundreds of targeted training modules, plus member perks like BOD Live events, member-only podcasts, preferred pricing, and the support of an engaged community of peers. We all know design matters. At Business of Design, we think designers matter too. So listen in and you can decide if you think creating an alter ego can liberate you in your business in 2021. Thanks for being here. When I read your topic, I thought this is exactly what I've been going through the last year or so and hadn't crystallized it into beautiful language, which you've done. So I'm really excited to talk to you about it. How are you? I'm, I'm really, um, you're catching me at a good time in my life. I'll say that. <laughs> wow. I'm glad we had the call this week and not last week. Okay. Well, so I know. So now I have to ask what happened last week? Um, you know, that sensation when you're about to go through some massive up level in your life and then everything goes to hell in a handbasket. 
You know, it's like, yeah. it's almost like life is saying, okay, we're going to really give you a massive doozy so that we're really sure that you can handle this next version that's coming in. Right. And so I was going through just a crazy amount of rupture in my marriage and um, just things that needed to be needed to be shifted. Yeah. And also at work, I lost my senior designer. I was looking for two months for an expediter. And I was very committed to making sure that we got somebody that was an energetic match for the sisterhood around here. We are going full on audacious, you know, goddess around here. And I'm not tolerating anyone who doesn't practice self-inquiry or have their full emotional intelligence intelligence on board. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Because that can throw, that one single person can throw your entire team off and make everybody have to conform to behavior that isn't actually effective and healthy. Right? Right? We all bend into a pretzel to accommodate that one person who's twisting things. Yeah. And, and, and the other way around too, right. It's like, I've, I have learned so much from the people that have worked with us about how to be a a better communicator about how to, I really maintain that anytime there's a trigger, it is some unresolved issue from our past. And then that is true for myself. Right. And so if I have an employee that triggers me, yes, I have to be a good leader and an emotionally intelligent, grounded person and deal with that and not allow things to go on that I don't think are right for, you know, for the firm. But on the other hand, it, every one of these triggers are an opportunity to self-reflect some unresolved wound from childhood. And that is how the business has grown me is by using that approach. So, you know, I've had, I've had a few ups and downs this year and every time I, I take it into prayer and meditation. I reveal some unresolved thing. And it's been the year of that, right? 2020 yeah. has just been the year of taking a look at all the stuff that doesn't work, whether it's in my marriage, with my employees, with my clients, you name it. It's all up for review this year. Yes. Or the opposite side of the coin in 2020. And I guess they're equally... Um, they're pulling equally in opposite directions. The opposite kind of side of the coin is deny, um, you know, ignore, pretend, yeah. uh, like completely break with reality. So there are those who are like going deep in terms of figuring out what can I do to impact the world in a positive way. And then there are yeah. those who are saying, no, let's just burn it all down. Yeah. Ugh. What a year. I heard the best quote this morning. Do you listen to Mark Groves? Do you know that podcast? No, but it sounds it's like maybe I should. Create the Love. I highly recommend it. Create the, create love. the love, Mark Groves. A, yes, and he had a guest on this morning, and the guest said, uh, I, I, don't, I can look up her name if you want, but she basically said, discomfort is the cost of admission to a good life. Wow. In other words, we have to be willing to get uncomfortable and deal with these emotions, or we just will not have the same level of energy richness and the same access to awe and joy and soul and, and connection. Because if we don't allow ourselves to feel those feels, they don't go away. They just come out later as some other 
you know, illness or, you know, breakdown. Yeah. So. Wow. That so reminds me of the BOD live event we had this past week. Darcy Heather, who you know, I think she was at the retreat. She's from New York yeah. City. Her yeah. word of the year for 2020, 20, mind you, she picked her word of the year in 2019, but her word of the year was uncomfortable. And boy, <laughs> did 2020 deliver, right? Oh my God, that's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. So her word for 2021 is future self. And I will check with Darcy before this airs to make sure she's okay that we've used this information. But so she got through that, exactly what you're talking about, that tumultuous, you know, everything is up for re-examination and recommitment or elimination, whatever the case may be. And that's going to be really uncomfortable. But moving forward, I'm going to get a better vision of myself. I'm going to have a more pure vision of myself and my company. And when I think of that kind of as an over arching umbrella. Honestly, Laura, I think of you and what you've created in San Francisco. So tell us what you're working on now with your team for, for 2021. What's ahead? Well, I love what you just said about Darcy's comment because the divine hustler is the one that runs the show. She runs my life. She runs my business. She runs my parenting. And anytime- Wait, who's the divine hustler? Divine Hustler, we talked about that's my alter ego or what what Darcy's referring to as her future self, that I somehow just but kind of by probably through working with a, an old coach of mine who had me tap into a future version of myself. She had me go to my 70-year-old self to see where she was in life. And so I started when I couldn't figure something out or when I felt like I was in a struggle about whether I should take a client or not whether, you know, how I should resolve an issue, I would go to my future self in meditation and say, what would you have me do? And every time the answer was there. And so now what I do is I've created this alter ego, the divine hustler, and it's all about teaching transformative life skills for beauty makers. So that because we know when we show up to our business and with our clients, that we need to show up with our full soulful self on board if we're going to really do a good job for them and still honor our truth, right? And so when I'm doing, um, you know, when I'm teaching this transformative work, I have a set of skills that I have acquired and practiced. I have a whole tool shed of tools that I bust out when I feel like, oh, you know, I haven't used that one in a while. Let me practice it. And then I share it. And so right now I'm very deep into create the love with, um, Harville Hendricks and, um, Helen, uh, Huntley. Oh gosh, I have her name wrong. I, I have that issue with remembering names. Um, anyway, I've been doing that work in my marriage and that is spilling over into my work life. So at work, I am able to listen to the clients so much more clearly because I'm really, um, listening from that place of curiosity instead of rushing into thinking my ego is right because I'm a recovering perfectionist. I've been so type A my whole life and I want to soften into soul because that is how we create the most beautiful businesses. That's how we create the most beautiful connections to other designers and to our vendors and to our staff. So when I'm filled up, my cup is spilling over and it's blessing others. And so when you ask me what's ahead for 2021, 
I am calling on all of our employees to think about what they want for their future self. Where do they see themselves in a year? Do they see themselves here at LMB Interiors? Or, you know, like one of our, our senior designer is just leaving. Um, she just gave her notice and it was an upset because we've been through so much growth together and she's been such a talent and such a valued member of our team. And I wasn't expecting her to leave. I thought we had kind of gotten through any of the things that we needed to get through, but I'm using the tools that I have been acquiring to call in a new team member that will be as talented, as lovely, and maybe even drinking more of the Divine Hustler Kool-Aid than, than other employees have in the past, you know? And so my work wife, Darshan, and I are both on board with this same philosophy, and so we're using those tools to run our firm from the feminine. And oh, that's, that's Darshan, please say hi. We haven't oh, seen I her will. since High Point. Okay, so so many things I want to ask you about. I definitely want to circle back and find out how we can all tap into the divine hustler. How did you create that alter ego? But I also noticed when you were having a conversation, something that's occurred to me lately, that the line between work and life is far less solid than it used to be. When I was younger, I had to create such a sharp line there because I too often didn't protect my boundaries. And when that line got blurred, I became the client's friend and all kinds of nonsense happened. And then I went to the opposite place and I literally described it as being too male forward. Like I was, I'm not your friend. I'm the designer. We're not buddies. And I became almost like, I felt like a robot a little bit. And so the last few years I've been working on softening that. And I think you would describe that as entering into a more feminine state. So I want to talk about all that, all those things, Laura, go. (laughs) That's a lot. Oh gosh, where do I begin? Well, start with, because the Divine Hustler, it's the first time many people have heard it. It might be the first time anyone's heard of producing an alter ego. So describe why you did it and how you came upon that as your symbol. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, if you take a look at the culture around us, you'll notice that there are lots of people who have created an alter ego, starting with one of my favorites of all time, Lady Gaga. Um, now she just is Lady Gaga. But when she created that eat that alter ego, she needed that version in order to have a bigger person to step into, right? And so I grew up in a very restrictive, fundamentalist Christian household where my bigness was not welcome. I was groomed to be a housewife. I was groomed to not be educated. I was groomed to just be in service to men. And so if you uh, know me, you know, like I'm a very strong, audacious type A go-getter, but I was not always this version. I had to create an alter ego in order for me to feel like I had the courage. So sometimes I'll just say, you know, if, if I think, oh, should I be this personal on my Instagram account, on my LMB Interiors account? Should I be this personal? Like case in point, we did a, uh, a Zoom party with one of our showrooms the other night, Hume Showroom, shout out to those guys. They're so awesome. And they sent everyone in the design community, meant um, not everyone, but their but they're, they're, they're core group, um, a truffle shuffle box, which is a at-home meal kit. And it was a party. So we did a cooking class together and these guys from um, 
from French Laundry were chefing. And then so I made a reel, um, you know, a little video from my Instagram account. And I was like, what would the divine hustler wear? Because I was about to go put on basically like what I'm wearing now, silk blouse and a, some nice jewelry. I, I went, well, what would the divine hustler do? I put on a sheer um, black snake lingerie with like a choker neck and, and some big earrings and some great makeup. And I literally, and it was sheer, you could see a lot through that top. And I decided to film it and put it up there because why? Because the divine hustler wants to play big. The divine hustler wants to be irreverent and audacious and really show up as her full self. And 2020 has just been such an example of like, this could all be over. Why not just make life a banquet and do whatever the hell you want. Are we allowed to cuss on this show? You definitely, the divine hustler <laughs> definitely occasionally, on, yes, yes. Divine hustler definitely swears from time to time. The divine hustler loves to cuss and she is so inappropriate and she's so naughty. And so to blur the line between divine hustler, I have been keeping her so separate from LMB interiors because, you know, high-end people don't want to see their interior designer. And I'm like, you know what? As I get older, it's so fuck it 50 is such a real thing. Because <laughs> I don't have time to edit myself. It takes no. too much energy. Think about it to keep ourselves small. It just takes so much energy. But you are correct around having this whole, the issue around having boundaries. We don't want to also invite everyone in because if everyone's family, then no one's family. You know, so we want to be mindful that we're not kicking into our codependency and doing things for people before they ask and falling into those traditional female roles. I'm still a very generous, kind, giving person, but I wait until I'm aligned with source to do it. I'm not doing it out of trying to please anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like we had a very similar upbringing and I honestly believe that I, it would have helped me. I would have gotten where I am so much sooner had I actually considered creating that alter ego. I never really thought about that with Lady Gaga, but you're so right about that. So everybody listening, who's your Gaga? You know who it is. You know who your future self is, Darcy, right? Is it big enough? And is it big enough, right? Because I've been the queen of baby steps, you know? And I joke, my brother and I uh, joke all the time that our family motto is, who do you think you are? Right. Yes. I mean, talk about play, be, oh my be small, yes. stay small. My parents forced me to take typing because, and I quote, you will never amount to anything and you might need to support yourself one day. So, oh my gosh, that's hard to come back from. Right. So is, maybe we go a little far with our alter ego. Maybe we take it a little too far and then uh, you have to back up a little bit. Is that a possibility? Well, it is. And what I want to invite your listeners and our sister goddesses to explore is this, that make sure that your future self version, your, your alter ego understands the value of pleasure. And when I say pleasure, I mean, how do you dress yourself? What do you like to eat? And do you savor it? Or are you rushing through do you allow yourself to slow down and tap into the pleasure of being in this human body instead of pushing her, judging her, wronging her, 
like really the thing that's happened for me in the past year or two, or maybe since we talked last, I think it was maybe about, I don't know, it was more than a year ago that we yeah. talked, um, maybe even close to two years. But one of the things that has really lit my life up and really allowed me to take bigger than baby steps forward into my future self is allowing me to be filled up with pleasure for me. And then it spills over. So the more that I really um, tap into witnessing other sisters in their grief, their pain, their joy, their bragging, their calling in their desires, that to me is so pleasurable. Like that for me is pleasure, watching transformation and being engaged in that. But also I'm allowing myself to be sexier as I get older. Like I was so buttoned up and so prim and proper all the time. And now I've go, I'm going on, you know, my reel with all my professional colleagues, clients, friends, and so forth, seeing just a little titty flash, you know what I mean? And that's not something I ever would have done, but the divine hustler just wants to let her free flag fly. <laughs> you go. I love it. And maybe maybe it's too much to ask of the 25-year-old listening to embrace the divine hustler, but maybe it's not. Maybe Lady Gaga. I guess she stepped into that her alter ego at a very young age. I think this is really powerful. Really a great place to put yourself as soon we as possible. We came in that way, Kimberly. We yes. came in full of ourselves. We came in so full of ourselves. Think about your father saying to you, you'll never amount to much. You better get in your box. Yeah. Because he was scared, probably scared of your bigness. Yeah. Look at sure. you, what you created. You're magnificent, leading all of us into a more prosperous, more structured expressions, more, you know, doing these trips to high point, sharing so generously everything that you've done. Like he could not contain you. You did it in spite of that. I became this in spite of my parents' efforts to really scrunch me down. Right. And sometimes yeah. those efforts are out of love too, right? Like we're, we won't, we don't have to get into, um, like the reality is somebody could be listening and saying, well, my parents really love me, but they did all those things too, trying to protect me, trying to keep me safe from the big bad oh, world or whatever 100%. the reason is. Yeah. That's true. They, they genuinely are mostly trying to come from a good place. My dad was scared to death yeah. of me and boys. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. That I don't was a blame real thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real thing. Yeah. No question about it. Okay. So we're going to step into our alter ego in order to reach the next level, to level up to that future self. Laura, can you tell me again the name of the podcaster you recommended? Mark Groves, Mark uh, Create Groves. the Love podcast. Sounds yeah. so good. Love him. And, and I feel like he's sort of like the male version of me. Someday I'm going to have a podcast like that when I'm done doing all the million of other things I have to do. Well, look how fast the universe manifests. I would like to invite you, uh, Laura, to take over an episode of this podcast. You name the day, you pick a guest, and you will host the podcast and do the podcast. And if that launches you into your own brand new podcast, then we'll say, look, we knew her when. Um, So the invitation is yours. Any guest you want, you give us a date and everybody will be looking forward to you leading the podcast. Oh, I love women. Thank you, Kimberly. I would step into that with open arms. Thank you for your generosity. All right. I'm really, honestly, I'm looking forward to it. So, so please let us know what date you want to take over 
over the mic. If you're listening and you're a member and you have a passion like Laura does, and you have something amazing to share with this community, let us know because we're doing take, mic takeovers this year for the first oh, time fun. for members. Because you guys have so much, I learned so much from you guys. And even I'm thinking my alter ego is too small. I'm going to have to step yes. it up after this conversation, see let's what happens. Get her, let's get her bigger. Your first challenge is to put on like something totally sexy underneath your, your cashmere sweater, like not for anybody else, but only for you. Oh, you're really tapping my buttons now, right? When you grow up in that kind of, when you grow up in a household where that is verboten, that is a hard one to shake, right? Oh, honey, tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yes, I, I have this uh, there. And there's also this audacious thing that you can do that your future self can do for you, which is to allow yourself to brag. We are so shamed into um, not feeling excited and proud. And the brain looks for what's wrong constantly. So type A people like me and perfectionists, like many of us who are who become interior designers, frankly, that we're always looking for what didn't we get right? What do we need to do better? How could today, you know, what could I have done differently? And we're just always looking for what's wrong to perfect it. And what we need to do is start to wire those neural pathways to feel proud of ourselves, to feel good about our accomplishments. And also witnessing each other in sisterhood. Like, I just want to put my sisters on a pedestal and say, look at what you have created, Kimberly. Look at you. It's remarkable. It's incredible then, to, to think about that, honestly. Um, I hired a, one, one of my mentors, Bruce Philp. He's been on the podcast before. He, one of his first things that he taught me is you play small so often, you're hurting everybody who listens to Business of Design by playing small. Because I'll say, oh, yeah, we've been pretty successful. He said, no, you tell people how successful you've been. Like, Tell people the amount of money you've made, what you've bought with profits from your own company. And I'm like, I can't do that. That'll be... It's so patriarchal to to play small. And I do invite you and encourage you to step in. We want to know what's possible. If we see you expand, that gives us permission to expand. And, And when we hear you share all that you've accomplished... That gives us hope and, and we see, oh my gosh, I could accomplish that. It's just, you know, like seeing you do the Business of Design podcast, quite honestly, is one of the things that really encouraged me to create more traction with the Divine Hustler. You love to teach about interior design. I love to teach interior designers about transformative spiritual tools that will help them become the best designer they can be. Wow. And so I created a YouTube channel. I create, I'm just like silently and quietly behind the scenes while I'm running a multi-million dollar interior design firm, allowing myself to take vacations, grow my marriage, have the best, most fit body I've ever had at 53 years old. All of these things. I am quietly on the side because I witnessed you do this. That gave me permission, honestly, to really launch the Divine Hustler. And now I'm four years in. And she's going nowhere. She's just going to get bigger and louder and more audacious. 
I am just so excited for you. And you're so right. Everybody, I hope you're feeling all the love and all the inspired and uh, looking forward to having Laura host the show. I don't even know if we need a design intervention from you because I feel like every word out of your mouth is a divine intervention, but perhaps there's something in 2020 that's been new that you've incorporated and you want to share with everybody. And you're talking, you mean for the business? Yeah. For the business. Um, or life. I mean, it, that, I mean, that was my question. Like at some point life and business blur a little bit and we don't right. need balance. I don't think so much as we need equilibrium yeah. and the one feeds yeah. the other. And I love both. I love, my business is part of my life. Yeah. Well, I think you just said it. I think that this year I really allowed the merger between what is authentically me to really be less shy and more bold about expressing that. And I, I pray with my feet and that's what the divine hustler does. Like I get up and I fill my cup so full every morning by having tiny habits, this whole shutdown, I started a workout group and what we do is a 30 minute workout. It's all on zoom. We follow Heather Robertson on YouTube. It's all on zoom. We, we do a 30 minute workout. We do a 20 minute Wim Hof session which is a, a breathing session. And then at the end of it, I pray with them or I do a tool like bragging or saying your desires or something like that. And it's a, it's a, and there's uh, two other interior designers on the call. And then the others are just friends and we fill our cups up every morning. So when I show up to work, I have already taken care of me. Now I'm just in service. I am in service to my work wife, Darshan, and all of our staff and all of our clients and all of our new clients. And I have energy on board to go until I go to bed at night. You know, I come home and cook, even, even desiring to cook dinner for my family, which is something I didn't want to do because I felt resentful, you know? So when you take care of you, life takes care of itself for sure. Such beautiful words. Doesn't surprise me at all, of course, but thank you so much. I feel completely filled up after a conversation with you. Oh my gosh, I'm delighted. I, I thank you so much for letting me come on again. I just adore you and Cheryl is amazing. And um, any anytime you have anything going on, let me know. Uh, we so miss your face. Thank you for being part of the Business of Design community and supporting BOD's mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. It's time for you to take the next step and join Business of Design. Like thousands of design professionals in 50 countries around the world, you'll find the systems, strategies, and protocols you need to dramatically improve your business and transform your life. What are you waiting for? Start today. <laughs>